Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits. The first thing I want to talk about is kids at funerals. So, it's an interesting conversation, uh, and one that we raised in the office today, and I thought it would be interesting to talk to you about it. Do you think kids should be at funerals? And we were speaking to a member of staff in the office today, who will remain nameless, who was telling us that his daughter has started questioning death. He said that she, I know this is quite a morbid conversation, by the way, so I'm, you know, I'm aware of the fact that you know, if you don't want young little ears listening to it, uh, I am advising you, right? Because unfortunately, it's a fact of life, death, isn't it? And he said that basically she started asking about where his grandfather is and, you know, and why they're not with them anymore, etc., etc. So we got talking about telling kids about death in the office and when, you know, we should have that conversation with them or, you know, how long do you have to kind of lie to them and say, oh, they're going away on holidays or whatever it is that you would normally tell a very young child. And we got talking about them children, you know, being present at funerals. And there was a kind of mixed bag in the office. I mean, some people said they remembered their first funeral as a child and said they remembered saying goodbye to their relative and it was nice to be able to do that. Others, however, said that their first funeral as a child was very traumatic, especially attending a wake where you would have a body in a coffin. And others have said, you know, that the funeral, the first funeral as a child, you know, was something that they needed to do, maybe to put, I suppose, finality on something. So I got to think today about funerals and whether or not children should even attend funerals. Um, look, I'll give you my own personal experience. I remember many, many years ago, I went to a funeral. I won't say who it was. My children were all very young at the time. And I remember the day, it was five o'clock in the evening. It was the middle of winter. It was cold. It was dark, which all adds, I suppose, to that kind of grim atmosphere, which is already there when somebody dies. But we were in a church and, you know, there was a guy at the top of the altar started doing, you know, decade of the rosary and the usual, you know going through the beads one by one for about oh, 20 minutes or so. And he was doing this whole, Holy Mary, Mother of God, blah, blah, and all the people, the parishioners were, all Mary, Mother of God, blah, 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 blah. and I'm going, this is awful. I And the children were like, mouths open, going, what the hell is going on here? And at the time, my youngest would have been maybe three, middle child was about four, and my older child would have been about seven or eight. And I thought... This is awful. We need to get out of here. This is just, this is the most morbid thing I have ever come across. I don't want children to remember somebody by this occasion. It was also, it was almost satanic in the way it was presented. Now, I'm not saying we should have bands and show bands and people running around in costumes, dancing and clowns and all sorts of carry on. I understand the reason why a funeral is quite morbid and is quite grim because people have died and, and particularly for the family. But it was just a miserable thing, I believe, to bring a child, a very negative feeling for a child, particularly very young children. And I never did it again. And I don't, I don't personally believe that children should go to funerals unless they're directly related. I think that would be something you would regress. For example, if you didn't bring your child to, say, their father's funeral or their brother's funeral or sister's or whatever, um, I think that would be something you would regret, or mother indeed, for that matter. Um, uh, so I think unless it's a direct relation, I don't necessarily agree with it. I am. I understand, as I said, if it's a parent or a sibling, which would be traumatic in itself, they obviously have to be there. But should they have to go to funerals, you know, of aunts and uncles and extended families and cousins and friends? Do you remember your first funeral as a child? What was your reaction to it? I don't like funerals personally myself. I actually d- despise them. Um, I don't. I would go, 
generally make an appearance at a funeral, a very short appearance. Um, I tend not to go to gravesides. I understand that death is something that presents itself to all of us at some point in life, uh, but um, I don't like funerals. I don't visit graveyards. Um, very rarely would I go to a graveyard, you know, for people who I've lost, you know, and kneel down and because I, obviously I don't believe in God and all that kind of stuff. And I don't believe that the person I remembered is in the hole because I just believe the vessel is in the hole. That's just my personal opinion. But I'm sure you might have a different opinion. And I know many people find great comfort in going to a graveyard. So I don't certainly want to, you know, upset those people by saying that. But I want to know, is it appropriate to bring a child to a funeral? Let's pick an age here. Six years of age. Is it appropriate? Six years of age, they can walk, they can talk. They have a little bit of an understanding, but not too much of an understanding. Is it appropriate to bring a child to a funeral? Now, we're not talking about mam, dad or a sibling, right? We're talking about uncles, aunts, cousins, friends. Is that appropriate? Let me know what you think. The number is 087 That's 087 And how do you have that conversation with a very young child, by the way? You know, three or four years of age that somebody has, granny is gone, she's not coming back. Pat, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Pat? Yeah, good, good, Niall. Um, interesting, Niall. I have to say, there was, there was a very spiritual and religious side of you coming out there and all of that now, and, and for, <laughs> for, for, for someone who's an atheist, but there you go. Um, yeah, no, I, 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 I think six years of age, maybe seven years of age is a bit young um, mm-hmm. to be going to a funeral, because you get smaller kids and that at funerals, um, and, and they're not really aware of what's going on, or, or they don't really care, you know? But should we explain to them? Should you actually explain to somebody that the person's dead, that the word dead is quite final? Should you explain that? Is is that something a six-year-old should have a comprehension of? No, I don't think so. No, I think, I think, uh, I think such, such, um, such things uh, should come naturally, you know, when a child will say, maybe eight, nine or ten, what happened, granddad? Well, granddad is dead. For example, now I'm speaking in examples. Granddad has passed on, and where's he gone? Well, he's gone to Holy God. It was the old thing, wasn't it? Well, well, yeah. well, listen, yeah, but that's still, yeah. Well, even Stephen Hawkins said before he died his last statement. You can look it up. Believes in God all of a sudden, but there you go. Mm. But hell and ever, and, and I just go back to what you said, and and I thought it was very religious and very spiritual, uh, uh, Noel. Well, the way I, inter- I interpreted it was that you said I don't believe the person is in there. It's just a vessel in there, and, and that's what your body is—a mm-hmm. vessel. And, yeah. You know, religion tells us there's more to our body than just just the vessel, the flesh and blood. There's more, the spirituality. So, so you know, I mean, <clears throat> depend on whether you're, you're an extreme, an extreme. Would you be? Extreme would you be an attender? Would you? Would like? Would you go to a graveside well, and you know stand there and you know have a few thoughts, quiet moments? You I, know? I, 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 I would, yeah. And I, I, I think, I think that, uh, and it, it can be very sad. And, uh, and I've lost a lot of people along the way, and. Yeah. Military people also in on active service and so on and so forth and relations like most people and good friends. But um I would and I would always reflect on the individual and I would say prayers for them to, that, that that they have a safe journey on, on to the next life, next world, heaven, whatever you want to call Yeah, whatever it. you believe you in believe. yourself, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, whatever you believe in yourself. So so yeah, I, I, it's nice to talk about people in the fun ways and remember this, that and the other because it is a celebration. You know, of somebody moving on. But see, you know, I, I'm thinking, I'm thinking of a little, you know, and some people will do it—a little six-year-old and say his granny dies, right? And yeah. it, which is, would be quite common, you know, because obviously grannies and granddads get to that age, right? So the granny dies, and he's brought to the granny's house where she's, you know, stretched out in a coffin, and you know, this little six-year-old has no comprehension. He thinks granny's asleep. 
you know, and yeah. everybody's crying and adults are crying. And I think yeah. this is just not the environment for a child. That child needs to remember that person from when they were alive. Yeah. But unfortunately, the last memory they'll have is quite a miserable one. Yeah, I, I, I'd agree with you, Noel. I'd, I'd agree with that, Noel. That, that can be traumatic, you know. That can be traumatic. And, and it can be it can be all sorts of things to a young child, to a young mind, who doesn't know, well, there's granny there, or there's granddad there, and what's wrong with them? And why are people crying and upset? Because they, they probably wouldn't have that emotional feeling, you know. And because I, I, I didn't go to my... I, I, as far as I remember, I didn't go to my granny's funeral. I think as far as I remember, my auntie was minding us, right? And I remember I would have been yeah. quite young. I think I was only about eight or nine years of age when she died, right? But I only remember my granny and my granddad. Now, my granny was 96. My grandfather was 98 when they died, right? They lived up in James Street in, in the flats. And I only ever remember them at Christmas. We'd go up and they'd be sitting, my granddad be sitting there with his brandy and his cigarettes. And I remember my granny as well. So I only remember it as they were, not as they died, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's a fair point. And, and, and I think you've laid it out there. Now, there will be some people that may disagree, but I, I think you're right. I think it's a hundred bit. I think a child, you know, like when my, when my father, my father passed on, um, I didn't bring my children um, to the funeral. And they would have been around six or seven, you know, years yeah, of age. Yeah. I, I think at the time, I'm not, I'm not quite sure. But my children, we didn't. I just we decided not to not to bring the children to the funeral, and we had them looked after, you know, for the day when we went to the funeral, and and that was it. Um. So so, oh, I think it can be. Uh, I think it can be probably healthy not to do such, you know. But but I think particularly if there's a wake as well. But stay stay there for second, Pat, because Dylan, you're on classic hits. How are you doing, Dylan? Uh, good afternoon, Noel. Dylan, it's been a while. How are you? It is been a while. Yeah, I'm very well. You're still yeah. there, anyway. Yeah. Do you miss me? Yeah. <laughs> you Dylan. got another. You got another few payments before your pension. Ah, uh, yes, absolutely. Before I pop me clogs and people come <laughs> and see me. Okay, but I mean, and I, to be honest with you, the way I feel today, I have a bit of a chest infection. I think I'm going to pop me clogs. I mean, if you were saying if it's a close relative, they should go to the funeral because. Yeah, I'm you explain death that. to your five-year-old. I've listened, I've listened to the two of you. I, I listened to the two of you, and I'm almost, I'm almost leaning the other direction now. But in, in no, I'm a kind of firm believer. Like I wouldn't bring my children to a random funeral. You know, like an aunt or an uncle or someone they're not close to. Right. Um, but if it was a close relative, like my my young lad, like spent a lot of time with his granddad, and he's very close to him, right? And he's five now, going on six. I would. Be of the now the time hasn't touched wood, the time hasn't come yet, you know. Um, but I'd want to bring him to you know to say goodbye to to look at the body to have closure. You and know, what, would you lift I, him up I, to give him a kiss on the forehead and all that kind of yeah, stuff? Yeah, well, I mean, he's, he's, he's really? not that small, like you know, he, yeah, he's five. Yeah, well, I had the conversation. I was only saying it to a researcher there. I had the conversation with him last year. He asked me about death. Um, and, oh, Daddy, what, what's going to happen when you die? Like, <laughs> See, I mean, I, I don't know, because I remember, Dylan, I remember you know? being that young, and I remember being terrified. Now, I don't know if anyone else has ever had this fear, maybe yourself, Pat, or Dylan, being terrified my parents were going to die. Yeah, yeah. I'm the same. No, I'm exactly the same myself. Yeah, yeah me too. Well, me when too. I was a kid, I think every and kid I, has I, that I fear. I was almost missing them. I was almost in tears missing them in advance of. Yeah, you know, the, the, so I had to have this conversation with him anyway, and he was like, "Okay, well, what happens when you die?" I said, "Listen, you know, that's it. Like, you only get one life because he kind of thought like you get a respawn for an extra life, you know." Like yeah, you come back and you can have that. another go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> Which exactly. I believe we should no, be allowed to, by the way. This, and he's looking at me, you know, kind of. I'm saying, "No, no. Like, when you die, that's it, you know." And 
there's no shame in it. There's no fear. There's no nothing. It's just that's it. You die. You know. And yeah. I, not, not that I'm not that there's any right or wrong way to grieve or to you know anyone. Are you religious by the way? way? Are you religious? Though? Um, I'm spiritual. I understand. Okay. Like, well, would you, you tell him? Baby, you wouldn't bring a baby into a funeral home. Okay, but would you, would you tell the five-year-old that he's going to God or heaven or something like that? What, I let would... him find his own way. I, I give him. I, he's in a he's in a school which is religious. It's not an educated together. Um, so he has his own. You know, and I'm allowing him to have his own faith. You know, to find yeah. to, to to follow something. No, I'm just wondering when you explain mind. death. I'm sure at some point he, no, he may I didn't. he I'm might have said what happens I'm after quite, that. No, see that's it. I'm I'm kind of steering away. I don't want to. You know push him into any ideas of anything because he'll come to his own beliefs. I'll let him believe what he believes in school and what he hears in his in his church and school. Um, because when I was a kid, it was all about heaven, hell, purgatory and limbo. Do you remember? Do you remember yeah, that? like, I, you know. <laughs> oh, limbo. Like, do you remember limbo? I don't, I've never heard the word yeah, limbo. Yeah, is, yeah, yeah is. halfway between. You know, you're, <laughs> you're we haven't the, quite decided what we're doing with you yet. <laughs> you're just floating around as an entity. Yeah. Um, but, no, I, I I think I would bring him for closure, um, and I you know I won't say toughen up or anything like that. Like, I, but there I don't see why people are like pussyfoot around death. It, it's the only thing, and I said it to him. But quite I straight, like, but I am uncomfortable kid. when I well the last funeral I went to, you know they had the person in the the coffin, you know, um, in the kind of front room of the house, whatever, you know the open the open casket. And I'm really, like, I, people were saying to me, "Do you want to go over and have a look before he goes? Before you put the lid on?" And I'm kind of going, "Yeah, Grant." I, no, I, I don't want, I mean, so why would a child want me, to see that, you know what no, I mean? For me, I needed it in my own personal, I actually needed to see the person, you know, and as scary and horrifying as it was when it was to you. Well, in, in, um, in fairness, it, Noel, it was closure sorry. for me. Yeah, sorry, Pat. In, in fairness, Noel, you were asked, you know. Yeah. So I think, I think that's, a, that's a fair point. But you, you, know but you kind of feel a bit of pressure to, to do it, you know what I mean? You're, you're kind of put under a bit of pressure. Oh, do you want to see him before you go? No, you're grand. So. I don't think he'll be. A, I don't think peer pressure affects you. <laughs> but I, I remember. I mean, I remember. I know this sounds really bad, you know, and and horrible in some ways. But I'm not going to say whether it was male or female because I don't want to identify the person, right? But I remember going in, and and sadly, this particular person had a very uh, slow uh, death um, over a period of a year, and I hadn't seen them. Uh, during that time and when I saw them in the coffin which I could see from a distance it didn't look like them and everybody was going oh they look gorgeous and, all this. and I go that, that doesn't look like the person I know that's not what I want to remember I want to remember this person oh. as the vibrant you know relation that I had you know that I met every Christmas that was always really good to me and always gave me a couple of quid at Christmas and you know and this wonderful person that I knew so well, I, I wanted to remember that and not not this yeah, corpse see, that, that looks uh, a lot older and, and not right no and on that point Niall I, I found when looking at bodies and you're dead right when you look at them they don't look like the person that you knew no. you know um, as, even after illness but they don't actually and, and there's a lot to be said now for the spirit involved in that, of how much our personality decides how we physically look. You know, when you, when you meet somebody and, and you, as you said, your memory, and you're looking at them and you're going, oh, you're look, actually looking at the body, you know, the face, the outline, but it's not the person, if that, if that makes sense. And oh, yeah. as, as much as I believe in... Oh, well, you believe know, me, I understand that more than around, most because I had to know, identify my brother's body. Yeah, and as there is a spirit. I, I Now, whether you believe that or not, but yeah. there is definitely a, a personality trait which comes out in people. And when you speak to them, you know, and then when you see the body, it, it's closure. It's like, okay, well, the person is gone. 
you know, as you see, very and, and I and I think for some know, people that might be okay, and some people might be accept that. And and as I said, I know more than most about how that feels because unfortunately, I was in a very awkward position going back about twenty five, thirty years ago. I can't remember exactly when it was when my brother drowned. And my mother and father were so upset that I met my father at the morgue when he rang me that morning and said the police had found, or, you know, they think they had found his body because he was missing for three days. And my father couldn't go in and ask me to go in and identify the body. And they opened up this bag. And it was something that I'll never forget as long as I live. And I think there has to be another way around that. So I know that's a slightly separate issue. But when you see a person who doesn't look like the person anymore, it can have a devastating effect psychologically on you when you see that. You know what I mean? But, but that's a whole other issue, I suppose, in some sense. Let me, I want to go to Shane as well. Shane, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Shane? Um, Shane, do you, I mean, do you think it's appropriate for a child to go to a funeral? No. No. I don't. Um, as I was saying to Helena there, I got brought to a grandparent's rosary wake, whatever you call it. I was seven, maybe just eight, and it freaked me out completely, and I'm still extremely uncomfortable in those kind of situations now in my mid-30s. Mm-hmm. I just, I think that, you know, when, when you see a, a person laid out, having been embalmed and stuff like that, it doesn't, to me, it doesn't kind of look, I don't know, for want of a better word, it doesn't look human anymore. Mm-hmm. And when I'm in those situations and I was in, I was at a, a wake quite recently for somebody who died very, very suddenly and I was in the room and I find it very I find it very difficult to acknowledge the body, the coffin. You know, you ring up to shake hands, but I, I can't look at the deceased lying there. If you know what I mean. And this idea of too, and I often see it. You know, parents lifting children up, little small children, to give them a kiss, or you know, to rub their head, or and you know, a body feels cold. Obviously, I don't want to go into too much yeah, graphic detail there because I know I'm conscious of the fact that people recently have died. And are listening yeah, today, and I, and I understand how that would feel for people. But and for adults, if that's what you want to do, that's fine. But I think for a child, that can that can have a very traumatic effect. I think yeah. I think it can. I, I, I do, and look, when I, I lost another grandparent in my early to mid twenties, and you know when you're in the funeral home and they close the curtain around to give the family the last few minutes, and people are rubbing and touching and kissing. I I was I was inside the curtain, but I wasn't. Mm. Like that. I think I put one hand on on the deceased person's hand and just the touch and feel that I just you know again I said nothing to to no one like but you mm. know I just it had an effect on you uncomfortable. yeah it had a long term effect on you yeah I mean I, it's just uncomfortable for me I don't like it I can't you know if if I walk into a room and there's a body there I will look at it for all of a, all of about a second and a half and that's it for me I. I will look at anything else in the room, but, you know, I suppose what you should be respectfully looking at, you know? Yeah, and I know it's a very awkward conversation, but I think, you know, lads, you know, Dylan even as well, I know you said you talked to your five-year-old about death. I think, I don't know even, Shane, is it right to have a conversation? How do you approach a conversation with a child at five years of age when they're not going to see granny or granddad or mom and dad even anymore? How do you approach yeah. that conversation? Do you say, just say they're dead? Or do you say they're gone to a better place? Or do you say they're gone on holidays? Well, I mean, more, I like, what do you say? In my... I, I, one, sorry, but I'm, I'm not religious, but, you know, I don't really believe in heaven, but I think that when you have a child asking you those questions that, you know where's granny gone or wherever, I think that maybe that is a time to bring in mm-hmm. no harm conversation until they're old enough to actually process what death is and the finality of the whole thing. Um, you know, I, 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 
I don't think, like, I don't think, I think we're giving children of today a bit less, you know, intelligence than they are. I mean, children nowadays are different than I was. You know, the questions that my son asks me are streets ahead of where I was on my understanding of the world, and they're a lot more emotional. I've seen children um, emotionally, um, I won't say mature, but further ahead of where I was, you know, and I think in one way, I've never questioned anyone in the way they want to grieve. You know, there's, everybody does it a different ways. Like people lash out, people freak out, people scream, people cry, people go silent. You know, people cry in the shower. You know, and there's no right way to grieve or feel. So I'd never say to them, get up there and give your granddad a kiss or your grandmother a kiss, you know, or myself or my wife or whatever. I'd never say something like that. Mm-hmm. No, no, I, I do understand what you're saying. And oh, it's it's a difficult one. And And even though, as, you know, Shane rightly said, I'm not religious either. But I think, you know, when you're talking to a four-year-old or something like that about where somebody's gone, I wouldn't object to somebody saying, no, they're gone to a better place or they're gone to Holy God or they're gone to heaven because I think it's a nice way to tell a child that you're not going to see somebody again. But then they don't feel too bad about it because they think that parent or that grandparent has gone somewhere special and nice. So they're not worried about them. You know, so I, I do understand that. I, I got to take a break. Uh, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number's 087 Um Dave, I'll come to you in a second. Sorry, I've kept you waiting for so long. I do apologise to everybody. Uh, so many people interested in this topic. What is the right thing to say to a child of five or six years of age when somebody dies? And would you bring them to a funeral? Uh, Shane doesn't believe it's appropriate, particularly if there's a wake, to have a child present where there might be a body. Um, I want to know what you think. How did you deal with that situation? All right, some of the messages come in. Hi, Niall. My daddy died when I was nine years of age, and it was one of the worst experiences of my life. My granny brought me into the funeral to see my dad, but my mom didn't want me to go in. I can remember it like it was yesterday, and the cold feeling when I touched his hands will stay with me forever. I'm now in my 40s, and it's still to this day, it affects me. Uh, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number's 87 Dave, you're on Classic Hits. How you doing, Dave? Well, that's crack. Good, Dave. I mean, is it acceptable to bring a small child, you know, I don't know, under the age of, I suppose, 10 or so, to a funeral? I mean, is, it, is that okay? Is it an appropriate place for a child? Well, my little fellow's been to seven family funerals in the last five years. How old is he? Uh, nine. Seven all... funerals? Yep. Jeepers. With, uh, sorry, to, a... sorry to hear so many people are dying around oh, you. Yeah. No, I mean, two of them, like, my missus lost her mother uh, and her father within six months of each other. You right. know, so oh, it's like, gosh. they weren't, like, um, they weren't, uh, what's it called? Like, they weren't people, like, he didn't know, like, they weren't, like, neighbours or far relations. Like, these were all people that he had a close personal relationship with, you know. And, um, but I found what we always did was, we never forced him. You know, we never said, you have to go here and you have to go there. Because what, like, our families do But is, you did bring him. We brought him, but yeah. it was, it was his own choice. You know, like well, it's they, not really if he's ten. It's not really his own choice. It is really his own choice because the thing is, the way we do it down here is um, they do a house wake one night for close friends and family, and then the following night, then is the wake in the funeral home, and then the day after that is the actual funeral itself. Right. We've never brought we've never brought him to the funeral home because even as an adult, sitting there for hours, you know, in front of the coffin where people come in and shake their hand, I mean that just drains you anyway. But with the house wakes, what we always did was we'd never bring him, like, with, you know, he'd be at the back. So, like, the house is always in is uh, her auntie's house. So, would you walk in the front door, on the left-hand side is the sit room. That's where they'd have the coffin. I would always go around the back with him, and we'd stay in the kitchen. And it was totally his own choice. If he wanted to go in or, if go, or anything like that, it was totally up to him. And I found, like, I know, like, this, you know, this all depends on, like, on who you are. Some kids are a lot more emotionally intelligent than others. 
and some kids can't handle that kind of stuff. But he always wanted to be a part of it because when my dad died, uh, we tried to keep him away from the, the funeral stuff as much as possible. And we found it had the opposite effect because he thought we didn't want him around. You know, we, and he said, like, the granddad not loved me because I wasn't part of the funeral. So we always said, take it on your mm-hmm. own feet. If you want to go in, you can go in. If you don't want to go in, you don't have to go in. You know, and did, he have, like, did he have a look in the coffin? He had a look in the coffin. The last, and what the was last, his reaction the first time he did that? If you can remember, I don't know the first time he did that. What it was didn't his... really, It didn't really faze him, to be honest with you. He just accepted it. He said, they're gone to heaven now. And I said, yeah. And he said, well, that's okay. At least they're in a better place. One of the last funerals we had about two months ago, um, we were at the, the, the same house again. And myself and Mr. were getting ready to leave. My time was outside the kitchen reading a book. So I went out looking for him. He wasn't there. He wasn't outside. You know, it's a busy enough all country road, so I was getting kind of worried. We went in, and there he was in the sitting room, on his knees, saying a little prayer. And then he got up and said, okay, bye, Michael, and gave the guy a kiss and left. And he told us that made him feel better. Because he said he prefers to be a part of it than be pushed off to the side. And myself and my missus have noticed, like, and I'm not just saying this is my kid. Yeah, no, no, I get you. But the youngster's a little sweetheart. Like, you know, if you... Well, he, 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 does sound, he does sound like it from what you're no, telling us, like, yeah. No, honest God, if you were to meet him and we were saying good luck, he'd run over and give you a hug before he left. It's almost like at such a young age, he has an appreciation for, you know, like that we're not all here forever. And do you think he has... Okay, so, and do you think it's been, like, how long has he had this understanding of what death actually is? Since he was about four or five. Like, he's... He's, and he know he, he knew. You reckon he knew how final it was at that stage? Oh, he knows the cracks. Like he's, he's fairly yeah. no, because some kids, you know, they hear about death, but they just don't understand the yeah. finality of it. You know what I mean? No, but that's it. And like to be honest with you, just we've, we've had so much stuff just with people getting sick and people dying and stuff. It's just it's impossible to shield them from. And it, like death is a completely natural part of life. And I think if you if you approach the subject in, in a way that your child will understand, I think it'll work out because. My, and there's a perfect like, um, example here of like, keeping kids away is my uh, nephew. Um, his mother wouldn't let him go to my dad's um, funeral. She wouldn't let him go to the wake or anything like that. And he's actually said before that he really, really regrets that because he never got to say goodbye to granddad. Because I know like funerals can be very depressing. Well, they can. You know, well, they, well, they are by, depressing by nature, but well, of course, can, because somebody's dead. It can also be a very beautiful send-off. To but I've been to some funerals that have been more uplifting, can I just say, I suppose, and, and I'm almost a bit of crack to some sense because people will eulogise over the individual that's dead and, and tell some, you know, nice stories and funny stories. It's the, it's the bit before, it's the wake in the house where there's a body and where there's, there might be kids. But to be remember, stay there for a second. Let me go to Lorraine. Lorraine, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Lorraine? Hi, Bob. How are you doing? Good. Lorraine, you weren't allowed to go to your own mother's funeral. No, no. Um, and to this day, I regret it. Um, I was 10 years old. She was cremated, so there was no grave to visit. And um, she went into hospital to have a baby. Well, the baby came home and she didn't. And, um, and how old were I, you? How old? You were 10. I was, I was 10 and my sister was 5. And um, we weren't allowed to go to the funeral and... For many, 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 many years, every time I went into the city or the village, I used to look for her because I couldn't believe that she was gone. And um, it affected me badly And because I never had a chance to say goodbye, so I didn't believe that she was gone. So you saw her walking out the door pregnant and healthy, and the next thing you knew, she was gone. 
That was the end of it, and you never got yeah. to say goodbye. Yeah, yeah. And I just think that um, when it's close family, like a mum or a dad or a granddad or a grandma, that you should be allowed to go as a child because then you know and you see and you you can say goodbye and you understand that they've gone for good. And what age do you think, okay, 10, and Dave talks about his 10-year-old as well, but what about, you know, and, and I did say at the start of the show that if it's a mother or father or a sibling, I can understand completely because yeah. you're right. You know, that the person could end up resenting you for the rest of your life for not letting them go. Yeah. But what about, you know, friends, family or, you know, uncles, aunts, cousins? I mean, do well, they do they need think, to be I at those think, funerals? I think it depends on how close the family is. If If the auntie and the uncle and the granddad and the grandpa are very close to the family, then yes, they should be allowed to go and say goodbye. Mm-hmm. I really do. Look, um, I don't think a four-year-old would actually understand, so that doesn't matter. But by the time of understanding, I mean, most kids have had pets that died, so they know that that person's not coming back. Mm-hmm. If they see the person, if they, I'm not saying they must go to the wake and see the body, and that, just the funeral service would be fine, and the coffin going out, that would be fine. And if they're going to be buried, maybe go to the burial as well. But... I just need... I See, just you, you, think, I, I just, mean, you I remember think, your mum, obviously. Uh, yes, I do. And I just think that children should be allowed to say goodbye. But what I'm, what I'm trying to say is, you, although I know it's had a traumatic effect on you that you weren't allowed to go to the funeral, but you do remember your mum, you know, as the healthy, loving mother that she was, whereas yes. you'll have kids who might go and see their dad or their mum in a coffin, and they see this... As somebody mentioned earlier on, it almost doesn't look like them anymore. It's a corpse. And I don't, I, I'm, I don't know if I'd be happy with the child having a, that memory of their parent or that memory of a friend or a cousin or a relation. You know, of well, the, well, like I say, I wouldn't, I wouldn't perhaps take them to the wake where you look into the coffin. But to go to the church to the mm-hmm. funeral service, I think, is, is important. And, you, and what, can I ask how old you are now, Ryan? 73. You're 73? Yep. You don't, Lorraine, you do not sound 73 years of age. <laughs> You're the sprightiest 73-year-old I've ever heard. That was a long time. That was 63 years ago. That's right. Cheaper, and, th- and, and I think about it every day. And you still think about because it the I, same, yeah. Because I still miss her. I know, I'm sure you do. And I'm, and I'm sure you miss her more by the fact that you never got to say goodbye, so to speak. Yeah, you that's it, eh? Because most people will see somebody die, you know, who's sick. They might go visit yeah. them in hospital, so they get an opportunity to say a few things, you know. That yeah, you might. Yeah. I remember with my own mother. I for two days before she died, I knew she was dying, and she knew she was dying. God, she told me more stuff than she told me in her whole life in that two days. <laughs> <laughs> but and she was yeah. spilling the beans on everything. Really, all the, she was almost going to tell me who shot John F. Kennedy. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's, that's what, but Lorraine, I have to say, you sound wonderful for seventy-three years of age. What's your oh, secret? Thank you. Thank you now. <laughs> What's your secret? Um, oh, I don't know. I think all the hardships that I've gone through in my life, maybe that's what's kept me young. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Lorraine, it was lovely talking to you. All right, thank okay. you very much indeed. You take all right. care. All right, thank All right, we've got to take a few more callers after the break on that one. I mean, okay, I've only got a few minutes left anyway, but the question is, is it appropriate to bring a child to a funeral? When I say child, you know, five or six-year-old. Brian, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Brian? Thank you, well. Good, Brian. Uh, well, firstly, condolences to you. I believe you lost your wife only four years ago. I did just caught up the phone. Just I was yesterday there's a discussion of you know people where children should maybe go to the funerals and, and, and stuff like that. Um, I suppose like my situation. So 
it was quite upsetting, obviously, for everybody, you know. And how old was your wife, Brian? How old was she? Uh, Ruth was 38 and she was 39 weeks pregnant. So when I left that hospital that night, I was coming home to a four-and-a-half-year-old daughter, a son who just turned three, and a newborn baby. And no wife. Uh, and no wife, and unfortunately. No wife, yeah. I'm sorry, yeah, really, so, that's, that's devastating. I'm really sorry to hear that. So the old the oldest wasn't even five years of age yet. So yeah, yeah, five. So yeah, even now it's still hard to you know you know every now and then the other day you know your daughter asked how do you get to heaven you know so they're still and and has she ever has she has your daughter ever said she would be nearly eight now I suppose is she eight years of age now nine years of age now. Yeah, yeah, and she said to you, like, you know, did we not go to Mammoth's funeral, or has she ever questioned that? Uh, it's never questioned. They've asked where the at the funeral, yeah. and I said no, um, and explained that, I, you know, they were too young to go. Kind of. They yeah. did get to say, say goodbye, yeah. because Ruth uh, suffered an aneurysm, so she was in a coma for two days. Okay. And on the Saturday, the wonderful staff from Ballmount says, why don't you bring the kids in? Mammy. Okay. And I was like, I was like, whoa, no, no, that's yeah. I wanted a nurse's kind and put me aside and said, you this a lot. Yeah, it'll, yeah. it'll be the best thing to do because yeah, because they, they knew she wasn't going to make it. Yeah. Yeah, you will look back on it in years to come and go, yes, I'm glad I did that. Yeah. And I'm glad I did that for so then not bringing them to the funeral. Yeah, but at least they had that opportunity in the hospital to say goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and to see her. Yeah. And I was unconscious and, and stuff, but they got to take her with the bed as if she was sleeping. And they got to do, you know, the nurses were wonderful. They had paint and everything. They did handprints, you know, and all this kind of thing. Um, but at that age, I know people, you know, it's maybe a long-term illness and it's mm-hmm. a grandparent or something like that. They may consider it, but I, I because it's very similar to what the previous caller was telling us that her when she was ten, her mom went to have a baby and never came yeah, home. Red, yeah, her, uh, yeah. So yeah, for all intents and purposes, that's what my kids were. Well, they didn't even see that because unfortunately it happened yeah. at home, and they were there when it happened. Right. Uh, so they kind of were there for me. And how, how, how are you getting? How are you getting on now, Brian, with three young children <laughs> on your own? How are you? How are you, are you managing all right? <laughs> To think of the person, yeah, you can think of the person at home if you want to, yeah. You know, and I like that with three young kids as well. So everything like, oh, God, it's terrible now because I didn't do that. But then you realize, I can do this at home, you know, I can talk away at home, I can, you know, pay me respect 
you know, wherever I am, you know. Yeah. So I understand, I understand that as well. You know, we have a grave uh, size of course. Yeah. You, you know, again, I, the kids being so young, and even now still being so young, we, we go to us, but just really on a, like a special occasion, someone's mommy's birthday, my birthday, you know, the kids, Christmas, stuff like that. I mean, literally just call in for a minute because I don't want it to burden them you know, with no, 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 and I understand that completely. I, I would be completely in 100% agreement with you because as much as you want them to remember their mother, uh, you don't want to burden them with the, 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 I suppose, the grief of it constantly all the time. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And, you know, I was the same myself with, with other people and I, I would still be the same now even after what I've been through. But aunts, things like that, I would not go in to see them, you know, in the, in the funeral home or whatever. I've been thinking of I remember them as I remember them before. Yeah. Well, well, look, Brian. I, I'm sorry I'm running out of time, but I wish you well and fair play to you, by the way, because it's not a diff- it's not an easy thing to do to get over that kind of grief and also look after three very young children at the same time. And your wife was so young when you lost her. So my condolences to you and your family and everybody else. And I hope you have a wonderful future, and so do your kids. You sound like a good father. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.